Looking for a great gift for an RV enthusiast this holiday season? We've got you covered on this episode of RV Miles. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the RV Miles Podcast, your home for RV and camping news, reviews, travel guides, and more. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby, and this is episode 19 of the RV Miles Podcast. If you want to get today's show notes, you can go over to rvmiles.com slash episode 19. You can also find RV Miles on social media at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And if you want to keep up with Jason and I as we travel around the country with our three boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, we are over at ourwanderingfamily.com. And we're also on social media at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. On today's episode, we are going to run down our first annual holiday gift guide. Lots of cool stuff for you, your spouse, your partner, your friend. Any of our family members that are listening, (laughs) please feel free to use this as a reference guide. (laughs) But before we do that, we have some news to cover. Just a little bit. Yep. First of all, we've talked about it several times. We mentioned it. Uh, quite extensively on episode 14, the increase in fees for certain national parks that is proposed for next year. There has been a comment period that the government has had open, and so far they've received 65,000 comments. And because of some pressure from some senators and the, the incredible response, they have opened up the comment period uh, until December 22nd. It was supposed to close up just before Thanksgiving. It was supposed to close, I think, actually on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, so if you haven't commented yet, and if you have something to say about this, you have some more time to do so, and we will provide a link to provide your comments in the show notes. Yeah, let's get that number of comments into the hundreds of thousands. Absolutely. The other news item that we wanted to bring up this week is a company called A-Liner. You've, you've probably seen their trailers out there. They're pop-ups, but I, I don't know. How would you describe them, Abby? They're, they look like little pyramids They're A-shaped. To me. That's yeah, why they're called they're, A-liner, I yeah, suppose. It's I like feel, an A-frame house. I feel like it's having a little your own little personal pyramid on wheels. <laughs> so it's, it's sort of a pop-up, in, but instead of having the canvases that come out, you have a vertical roof line, an yeah. A-shape. Instead of being horizontal, it's a vertical pop-up. Well, that company, A-Liner, has come out with some some new versions of its trailers. One being a, a sort of rugged version of the standard A-Line trailer with with rugged tires and a rugged axle. Uh, off-road. Can, can carry a little bit more weight <laughs> so you can, you know, hook it up to your off-road Jeep and head out into the wilderness and explore. I think that's a big trend that's going around a lot these days is some of these really smaller trailer manufacturers creating trailers that can can get out there into the the rougher terrain. Yeah, they're offering a more minimalist product that can also withstand like a lot of the rougher areas. So I think part of that has to do too with the ability to boondock and really get out there on mm-hmm. the land. And so I think it's kind of cool that you can have, you know, 
this trailer hooked up to your Jeep and you can just be bouncing all over the place. And hopefully when you get to your destination, it'll still be intact. (laughs) The other product that they have come out with is a totally different thing. This is a line called the Escape, or Escape, I I guess you... Get it? Escape. But this one is not uh, A-shaped. This is sort of a hybrid between a little teardrop trailer and a traditional travel trailer. It's sort of like the length of a teardrop trailer. It's got that rounded front nose, but the height is like six foot four inside. So you can actually stand up inside. It's like a teardrop trailer that you can stand up inside. So my whole escape joke is like totally <laughs> pointless yeah, now? Pointless. Okay, great. Let's go, keep keep going on, please. <laughs> and these are cool because it it's a trailer that you can legitimately stand up in, but you could also pull it with, say, a minivan, you know, a, a vehicle that would have a towing capacity under 3,000 pounds. These things weigh something like, uh, uh, they all weigh under 1,600 pounds. There's three different models of them and with varying different options. And the, the lightest one comes in at 1,170 pounds. Wow. You could tow that with a with a, one of those smaller SUVs or even a minivan. I feel like we should keep just like a little piece of paper with this company's website on it and every time we go into a campground and someone rolls up with their minivan pulling like a trailer <laughs> i'm gonna walk over to them and be like here i think you Run need to go cards. yeah i think i'm not a representative i get nothing from this other than knowing you will be safe and everyone on the road around you will be safe please go to this website and perhaps buy something that's more appropriate for your Dodge Ram or your Chrysler town and country that you're using to pull your giant trailer with. <laughs> All right. That's the news that we have for this week. Pretty short and sweet so that we can jump right into our gift guide. We've got a lot of cool things, even if it's not for the holidays. You just want to treat yourself to something. We've or got treat some, someone else. Or, or maybe, else. Maybe you know someone who's about to embark on a big adventure and or is becoming a travel enthusiast, is thinking about it. All of the items on here will be really nice jumping points for different areas of travel and the RV lifestyle. Absolutely. So we'll take a short break and we'll be right back and dive into our gift guide. Okay, so last week, Abby did the brain teaser on me. So yeah, and this... Facebook blew up with answers. The first... <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> the second time people wrote in with answers, and this time we had a bunch of people write in with answers. <laughs> I know, it was great. So we do have a winner, but Abby, go ahead and read last week's brain teaser for us, and I'll give you the answer that I knew in like 0.3 seconds. Yeah, I will do that, Jason. <laughs> so... <laughs> Susie is traveling by ship from south of the equator to north. She has a nice little cabin with a bathroom, but no window. Sally has no compass nor other instrument, just the general luggage one brings on board a long cruise. Yet, without leaving her room or talking with anyone, Susie will be able to tell when the ship has crossed the equator. How? And it's because her toilet flushes the opposite direction. The water spins the opposite direction when you cross the equator. 
ding, ding, ding. Which is the weirdest thing. Like what happens? It's so cool. What though. happens when you're right on the equator? Does it have it's you know a, an identity crisis? It, it does. It doesn't know where to go. One day it feels left, and it, the next day it, it feels does right. Does it maybe just go down without spinning? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to do an experiment. <laughs> well, let's go hang out at the equator. <laughs> Got to bring a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there are some toilets on the equator. I'm sure. I bet there's a YouTube video of this somewhere. There's got to be, right? Maybe we could just ask. Maybe Susie. there's a house that is half on the on one side of the equator and half on the other side and has two toilets that flush opposite directions. Maybe there is. And if you're that person listening, we want to interview you because I want to know how you got a house right there. (laughs) All right. Let's dive into our really cool, super awesome gift guide. I'm excited for this. We have a winner. I'm sorry. We have a winner. Wow. It's not you, Jason. You're not the winner. So... (laughs) <laughs> you need to, you don't get to keep the prize on. So the the winner this week of the brain teaser is Alyssa Honey or Honey. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce your name. There's two ends, so I think it's Honey. Uh, and we are going to be sending you a National Park Junkie bumper sticker. So keep a lookout on your Facebook Messenger because one of us will be contacting you privately to get your information. Okay. Now, now you can go into, can the, go gift into the gift guide? guide. Is that okay? Yes, because now you can go can and talk about all the things you want for Christmas. <laughs> well, this first item we already have some of, so that's true. So give this to friends. Right. Check Not, it off. I don't need to, to you buy you anything send it directly to me. Yeah. Uh, we really love. We we talked about before these Ozark Trail tumblers. I think we talked about them on episode ten. Yes. They're they're like the Yeti tumblers that I think a lot of you have probably seen in in some of the outdoor stores that are like 30 bucks they're really cool vacuum insulated drink, Everyone loves drinking them. tumblers yeah we we told you on episode 10 that we love the ozark trail from walmart version because they're like seven to ten dollars and they're and they work every bit as well uh ozark trail has come out with and yeti doesn't even have this game changer a wine <laughs> glass this is really good. There's no like stem on it, but the no, it's made the of the cup, same material. The cup is wine shaped, and it is a vacuum insulated stainless steel wine glass. It's ten bucks or or less at Walmart. Yeah, I think I actually paid five. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, they were. I know they were on sale for Black Friday, but yeah, that's that's gone now. But but I'm sure you'll be able to find. I mean, it's 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 dirt treat and 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 it's hard to find a wine glass yeah. to be able to take in an rv on the road there are a bunch of plastic ones out there Ugh. that are just weird and Ugh, you no. screw the stem onto it yeah or there's the collapsible ones but really here's i mean i would say maybe it's not so hard to find like a camping themed wine glass or goblet or whatever but the problem is, is they are so expensive. And I have been like, wow, I can't justify, you know, $20, $25, $30 for a, clap, a collapsible wine glass. I mean, I like wine, but that feels like maybe I'm indulging in that, <laughs> that treat a little bit too much by spending $30. So I was really thrilled when I found these because A, I like the fact that they match everything we already have. And the price was so right that... I mean, I could have bought like eight of them, but, you know, I just bought two. And because they're stainless steel and insulated, you can use them for coffee. You can use them for a lot of different things if you wanted to. But you should use them for wine. Yeah. Get the coffee cup for coffee. Yeah. Get the coffee cup for coffee and (laughs) use this for wine. (laughs) Or or like a nice alcohol on the rocks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a little Templeton rye, a little gin and tonic. 
All right, moving along, sticking with the sort of food and kitchen theme, the new camp cookbook. It's the entire title. It's this great new cookbook, and it's written by Linda, another name. I don't know if I'm going to get right or not. Linda Lee or Linda Lai. It's L-Y is her last name. Uh, and this is this is the camping cookbook I've been waiting for. There are all these sort of pretty, glossy, coffee table-looking cookbooks for the kitchen and the home, and there just isn't anything like that for camping. This is a book that is full of a lot of modern recipes with beautiful photographs, has lots of instructions for how to create a camp cooking fire, how to how to cook over a fire with cast iron and stuff like that. It, and it's it's why it's on this list is that it it looks so great that it's a great gift. For anyone who loves to cook, I feel like you're piercing me with your eyes as you talk about this cookbook <laughs> as though I'm magically going to transform into someone who cooks out of cookbooks. <laughs> I love the pictures in cookbooks. Yeah, This is one of those that just absolutely satisfies that need is that it's got these beautiful pictures in it. And I think for anyone who really wants to elevate and become a really proficient cook in their RV, this is the cookbook to have. So it's called The New Camp Cookbook, Gourmet Grub for Campers, Road Trippers, and Adventurers. And it's available in, on Amazon for about $15. And we'll provide a link to that as well as all the other products here in the show notes. Continuing in the kitchen, this is an item that if you ask any RVer what's the number one item you have to have for the kitchen, everybody these days is saying this, the Instapot. This thing or, is my jam. Or what is technically called the worst name, the Instant <laughs> Pot. That is such a bad name. And I actually didn't know until recently that it's not called an Instapot, that it's actually Instant Space Pot. Yeah. And I just thought, wow, that's awful. They should really like go with the nickname Instapot. Instapot would be a great name, right? It's a totally amazing name. But that's not what it's called. So please do not Google Instapot. I mean, you'll probably get the Instant Pot. <laughs> but so these things, these things were sort of a niche item for a while. Now you see them at Walmart and Target. They're available everywhere. They have whole Facebook groups, online groups devoted to the Instapot. And what this is, is it is a it is a combination of a crock pot, a pressure cooker, a rice cooker, and lots of other functions. And it sort of brought back pressure cooking into the kitchen. Pressure cooking used to be a big thing in the 50s and 60s, and it's sort of gone by the wayside for a while. And now people are realizing, oh, I can you know, cook a roast in 15 minutes. And it's just super convenient in an RV because one of the most important things for an RV kitchen is to multitask with your kitchen gadgets. And because this can do so many different things. The thing I like about it is that you can actually saute in it. Yeah, that is so the coolest, one of the coolest features. It, if you're cooking, say you're cooking chili, you can brown the beef in the Instant Pot. It gets hot enough to do that. And then you can continue to cook the chili as a crock pot for you know the length of the entire day. I think one of the things about it for us that was kind of a game changer is when we really started being able to um, perfect cooking noodles in five minutes yeah. in the Instapot. And I refuse to call it Instant Pot, just so everyone is aware. 
the fact that you can put dry noodles with a certain amount of water on top and then you do have to do like a manual release but within two three four minutes depending on the pasta you have dissolved water and soft pasta inside the pot and you know for us our kids so much of their diet revolves around the word pasta so that was such a great thing it took a it's trial and error it's gonna take you a few mistakes to really get it but once you get it you're gonna love being able to make pasta that quickly the one of the other great features is because it's a pressure cooker as well it's got the locking lid so if you a lot of people like to take their crock pot or their instant pot and put it in the sink while they travel on a travel day and have stuff cooking in it yep while it sits there while they're driving and you can do that and instead of having a regular crock pot this one with the locking lid it's not going to you know plop open and spill all over your floor if you hit a giant bump or something that's really cool no and we've done that and i would just say for anyone who's going to try that out is one thing i do do though is depending on the size of your sink i will kind of wrap a towel around it to be a little yeah, bit of a buffer it so it's not sliding keep it from moving in there yeah. yeah and that also kind of helps trap the heat in a little bit too but the instapot also Another thing is not, don't think this is just for families. It comes in two different sizes. They recently released a smaller version, which is great for individuals, for couples, or even if you're just wanting to do smaller batches. Yeah. So this is a really versatile and well-used and well-loved item to give to an RVer or someone who travels. A lot of RVers use their Instant Pot more than they use their stove or oven. Yeah. And and those two sizes are the 7-in-1 series, which is what we have. But now they have the Dual Plus 9-in-1 series. They have the Ultra 10-in-1 series. And they have the Smart Bluetooth series. Wow, we just You can talk. Bluetooth to your Instant Pot on your phone to an app. Holy we just cow. talked so much about this Instapot. <laughs> it's pretty great. It is pretty great. I would say it's probably like my number one kitchen gift. All right. Moving away from the kitchen. Bye, kitchen. Bye, kitchen. Let's talk about families and kids and traveling. One of the greatest things that we have that that is a part of our lives when we travel is going to all the different awesome museums across the country absolutely and what makes it super great for us is having a membership to a museum in our de facto hometown of chicago that gets us free into museums all across the country and the the membership that we have is to the museum of science and industry of Chicago, but it, it is part of a group of museums. It's called the ASTC, the Association of Science and Technology Centers. And if you have a membership at any of those museums, you get into all the rest of them for free. And it, as long as it's not within 90 miles of the museum that you have the membership at, or within 90 miles of your home address, you get into it for free. So it's it's really incredible and it's a great gift to give somebody that's got a family because i mean honestly wherever we go we're finding a museum yeah and we have had this we have had this museum membership gifted to us from jason's parents now for the last several years it has been just a truly exceptional gift to have every year and i would say that you don't even need to be a full-time traveler or know a full-time traveler in order to gift this because 
Just having a museum membership in your hometown is a wonderful gift to give to someone. And then perhaps if that family goes away for a weekend or goes on a week-long trip, well, wherever they're headed to, they will most likely have the option to go to a museum in that area. Now, it'll obviously, the reciprocal will get used a whole lot more if you're gifting it to a full-time traveling family, but I think it just pays for itself in spades, even if you're only visiting your hometown museum. I love membership to museums as gifts. Yeah, and it's it's the Association of Science and Technology Centers, but there are other like natural history museums that are part of it, and it's pretty much every science museum in the country is a member. We have yet to meet a major city that we have traveled to where this reciprocal program has not come into play. A lot of children's museums as a well. A lot of children's yeah. museums and mostly science centers. Um, we do also, and I feel like I should mention this because we opted to not put it on the list we do have a membership to a local zoo and those zoos can also offer reciprocal programs across the country but we have found that to not be quite the benefit that having a reciprocal to can you say the name again because the astc association of science and technology centers yeah the american zoo association membership it's usually a 50 percent off at the zoo or aquarium that you're traveling to and man it's These, still expensive. Especially aquariums. Aquariums are expensive. Holy They're cow. really expensive. You can expect to pay at like the 50% mark at least $30 to $40 for a family of four or more. Yeah. And so to me, that just doesn't quite have the same financial incentives that having a membership like to the Museum of Science and Industry for us has for us when we're on the road. All right, moving along, another item that we have that that actually was gifted to our children as well that is great for families is a telescope. And we have the Celestron Travelscope 70 millimeter. We'll provide a link to that, of course. What's great about this telescope, and there are others that do this as well, is that it comes with a backpack tailor-made for it. So if you're out in the middle of nowhere or you're in a national park and want to get out to, away from the city lights, you can throw the backpack in the car or you can take it on a night hike and you can set up your telescope and check out the night sky. Yeah, it's a great telescope. And I know we have it kind of listed under family and kids sort of section, but for I also anybody, think it's absolutely. great for anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, and I would say that about museum memberships too. You know, I get a lot personally. Oh, come on, yeah. Don't think museum memberships are just for kids, absolutely. No. You should go to museums as an adult. Yeah, I mean, now, the children's museums, those are really for kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get a whole lot out of those. I mean, it's fun to play make-believe in the wind Dixie, but that's really something that the kids like to do. But I love when we get to go to the science centers, to the natural history museums. I learn right alongside my kids. And the same with this telescope. As much as they enjoy it and as much time as they spend using it I get so much out of it as well it's just as amazing to look up into the sky for me as it is for them yeah all right let's take a break and when we come back we're going to talk about some gifts for just hanging around the campsite and some gifts for the national park lover in your family yeah because we can't have a podcast without the national parks That's so right. <laughs> we'll be right back 
Okay, let's keep on moving with the holiday gift guide. One of my favorite things, and I got this as a gift last year for Christmas that we have around the campsite, and you've probably seen these if you've been out camping a lot, is these parachute nylon hammocks. I've yeah. lost Jason to many an <laughs> afternoon in this hammock. Thanks, my. <laughs> my, uh, uh, our our soon to be sister in law, sister in law, my, got me this uh, hammock, for, uh, Grand Trunk hammock. But there there are many different brands, many different types, and they range anywhere between twenty dollars and eighty dollars uh, on up, even for some of the the ones that have mosquito nets and underquilts <laughs> and things like the ones you're going to sleep in the ones that people long, camp in. Yeah. yeah but this is just i mean this thing wads into a bag the size of a baseball so small and it it can hold up to 300 pounds i can lay in it with one of my kids and you can string it between two trees and just have a place to sit hang and relax out at the campsite the, the one, kids love it. The kids they love absolutely it. love it. You, they can swing in it. They can treat it like a swing. They can. The one thing that you need to know, though, about these hammocks is that they don't usually come with the straps that allow you to stretch them between the trees. So what you have to do is get a hammock and you have to get the straps. And the straps just swing around the tree and you, you run one end through the loop and the other end of the strap. And then they attach with a carabiner to the hammock. And it stretches out and you can sit in it, sleep in it, read a book, what yeah. have you. So if you're thinking about gifting this for someone, what a great way or a great thing I should say to include would be the straps and the carabiner because then you've given them like a ready to go here's the hammock you don't have to get yeah. anything more to go I with it i think the carabiner usually comes with the hammock oh does it okay comes attached to it and you just have to get the straps it was like six yeah. months before jason allowed anyone to touch this <laughs> hammock so i don't actually have any idea what came in it <laughs> they're so light it, they're they're great for throwing in a backpack so you can take them out on a trail you get to the end of the trail at a scenic overlook or something you can strap it up and hang out there and have your lunch if there's not you know benches or whatever there yeah jason's always had this like wild dream that we're going to do this big hike with the kids and we're going to get to like the scenic overlook of the hike and then we're going <laughs> to we're going to put the hammock out and we're all just going to chill and hang out for like an hour or so but generally those hikes by the time we hit the scenic overlook we're just starting to reach the breaking point where like the kids may or may not and be okay with the descent we've definitely <laughs> eaten all our snacks by that point yeah. too so, so there's like, no point in this <laughs> sitting like there and ethereal <laughs> like family hike swinging in the hammock thing that jason has been trying to achieve now for months still hasn't happened i think by the time our youngest hits 10 he's four right now jason might get that ethereal family hike <laughs> The other thing that along those lines for hanging out outside at the campground that we wanted to mention, and I'll just just quickly, we talked about this on episode 11 that was sort of our cool dream gear episode. Jason's cool dream gear episode. <laughs> Mine was episode 10, which was the practical things that are very cheap to have in your RV episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kelty Shindig Blanket. 
It's actually two blankets and one, and one of them has a pocket for your feet in the bottom. And you can use them in combination as almost like a sleeping bag. You can separate them and have two blankets for two people. You can tuck your feet into them you know, by a campfire. They're a really cool blanket. They, they strap up and, and you can connect them to the bottom of a backpack or what have you to just have, have them be able to ready to go with you on a, on a moment's notice. I love this blanket and I every time I see this blanket I have these like fantasies of going to like outdoor Shakespearean theater and taking the blanket with my Ozark Trail wine glass <laughs> and tucking my feet into the blanket and sitting there and drinking wine and watching Shakespeare under the stars and maybe even bringing my telescope so I can look up at the stars every once in a while. Those are the dreams I have as I look at like items I want to buy for the RV. <laughs> All right, something that would be really great for sitting in your hammock or sitting under your shindig blanket by the fire is the new Kindle Oasis. This is brand new. The Oasis is, it's sort of a combination of the Kindle Paperwhite and a waterproof e-reader. So It's so cool that I mean, it's this is, waterproof. This is meant for campers, right? It's meant for children. <laughs> It's their largest, highest resolution display yet. Seven inches, 300 pixels. It reads like paper without the glare. So you can sit out on the beach and and read it without any sort of sun glare at all. And it's just like, you know, reading a book. It's 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 white and black, you know. This might be the top item on my list for this year. It's the first waterproof Kindle. It's uh, It comes with Audible compatibility so you can listen to audiobooks from it as well a single charge lasts weeks it's amazing weeks on one charge so you don't even have to worry about battery power or anything like that especially if you're a tent camper man that's really convenient that you don't have to go charge it somewhere or change batteries out and i just think it kind of for us falls in line with what we've talked about in the past as avid readers and audiobook listeners in our family having some kind of the Kindle or a device big enough that you or your children can read audiobook or can read ebooks on is such a great way to save space. So if you know of an RVer or a traveler who really loves to read, that's just such a part of who they are, a gift like this will allow them to continue to hone in on that passion and share that passion with their children without taking up all of the space that comes with, and I love to hold a book. I love a good book. But we realized really quick once we got into Wanderbus that, you know, I couldn't bring my, you know, entire Charlotte Bronte and Jane Austen collection. I was going to have to pare it down, you know, (laughs) like I had to leave my eight Jane Eyres in storage, like (laughs) couldn't have them all. One thing that I really love about this, as opposed to some of the other e-readers, is that it, it has a wide... Uh, it it has sort of a wide area on the side of it for you to put your hand. So it's really yeah. ideal for one-handed reading. Your hand's not covering the screen at all. You've and got it's a lot lightweight enough room. that you won't feel exhausted. And that was always kind of my issue with I've had a Nook in the past and even some of the other tablets is that they really do are not compatible for like one hand holding. Yeah. And so this is so great about this is that it's light enough and still big enough that you can do both of those things. It's it's also uh, it's it also has the most storage out of any of the Kindles. It's two hundred and fifty dollars. 
it's really, really a great piece of hardware that I'm dying to get my hands on. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Okay, moving along in continuing in the sort of book and reading category, though. This is a really cool book that I think this is one that you want to have with you. This is one that you don't want on an e-reader because it's it's really beautiful and interesting and cool. Yeah, this one makes the cut. It's called Atlas Obscura. And it is a it is a it's sort of like that a thousand places to see before you die book, which we also have and love. We also have one that's for kids. It's like 500 places to take your kids. But this is just full of obscure weird things to see around the world there's a there's a whole lot in the united states on it so if you're a heavy united states traveler there's plenty for you but it's got stuff from around the world just fun stuff to read and dream about going and seeing yeah think weird creepy things like hair museums and stuff like the house on the rock in wisconsin that incredibly kooky house huge house full of all kinds of random weird things and it's all fake yeah and for the longest time people thought it was real and then it was like nope fake but (laughs) but enjoy (laughs) so it but it's not just odd but it's it's not just creepy stuff it's it's just off the wall oddball surprising things like here in kansas city there's a big underground complex of office and warehouse space that is like dug into the side of of it's not a mountain but into into rock underground yeah that's one of the things in this list and it's a really you know cool thing to go see yeah and it's also got i think some natural places to go and see like waterfalls or i also kind of equate it to how we talked in the um starved rock illinois episode i think that was episode 17 we talked about Starved Rock State Park, but right next to it is Mathiason State Park, something that no one ever thinks about or goes to. That park, Mathiason, would be something that would end up in this book because it's not something you think about. Starved Rock, well, that's the destination. That's where you go to. But if you go off the beaten path a little bit, you find something even more incredible in Mathiason State Park, and that is something that would end up in this book. Moving along, another sort of book that that we highly recommend you get and this is actually something that i would sit in the hammock and read this is not something that everybody would sit in the hammock and read (laughs) the motor carriers road atlas and i know i know but the thing is i like to look and plan a route and, and dream about where we're going get ideas for places to stop and you can't do that with a gps i use the gps when we're driving i use the atlas when i'm sitting thinking about where we're going and which route we're going to take and and how we're going to get there so any atlas will do of course the motor carriers road atlas by ram mcnally is great because it is meant for truckers and it gives you the the routes that are generally okay for truckers to take meaning that you're not going to have height and width restrictions now if your friend or yourself doesn't have an rv that is so big that that matters then you can just get sort of the regular atlas and i love the deluxe motor carriers atlas because it is uh spiral bound and so you can flip the page that's totally really over. nice i wish that truckers atlas was spiral bound yeah, the one that we have is is not. It's and, not. But but the but definitely this year's is going to be the spiral bound. And oh. That, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well. We're getting the spiral bound this oh, year. Oh, look at us. Well, or somebody's going to get it for us, right? Yeah. Right? The, hint hint. The thing about 
atlases is they're like calendars. They're updated every year. You need to get a new one every year. New roads are created. Old roads are closed. There's new construction that gets listed in them, all sorts of stuff like that. So it's important to get one every year. And they're really reasonably priced, aren't yeah. they? Around ten bucks, ten fifteen dollars. Well, the, 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 the regular motor carrier's atlas is fifteen dollars. The spiral bound one is thirty dollars. Okay. Uh, so oh, if actually, you really, I'm sorry. It's, the spiral bound one is forty dollars. So if you really like someone, you can get them the forty dollar one. And the but the it's not just spiral bound. The pages are laminated as well. So I mean, you can spill your coffee on it. You know. You can get a little marker out. You can and, look it in the right. You can get oh, a dry man. erase marker if you want to. That's the one thing. I don't know if we'll do that, though, because that's the one thing I like. I do like highlighting the routes yeah. and keeping that as a record. And I don't want to erase that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll just have to test it out, Jason, see how it goes. You Maybe can test it out in the hammock we, while I'm over there on the Kindle. We might need both versions. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> We're not getting two trucker maps. Continuing along with books, but this is getting into our list of stuff for national park lovers. This is all for national parks, but some of these books are for national parks. This is a series of books from National Geographic, and we have four or five of them. And they have the, uh, the Guide to National Parks of the United States. They have the Secrets of the National Parks book, the Guide to State Parks of the United States. Guide to National Parks of Canada, and uh, I believe they have a uh, they have a National Park Guide USA for the kids one as well, and I believe they have a road trip one as well. We we really use these books a lot when we're planning. We do that. State Parks book has been so helpful. Yeah, this oh absolutely the state parks one in particular. It's really a listing of the top state parks in every state, and you can go through and and get lots of ideas. I think books have gone by the wayside quite a bit for this type of travel planning, the farmers guides and stuff like that. Even though the information might not be completely accurate because you know it was printed however long ago it was printed, it's still great to you know dive in, see what are the recommended trails, see what see the pictures of the places that you might go, make a decision, and then you can research more on the web. I think they're great jumping off points, but I also think that they help you from feeling incredibly overwhelmed because sometimes when I jump on the internet and I'm going to search an area or look for something, there can be so many hits that come up and some of them are completely irrelevant. And then that could absolutely have to do with the search terms I'm using. I get that. But I begin to feel really overwhelmed when you have a book like this in front of you that you can open up and it's organized and the information is all there. I just find that I learn and understand my area a little bit better when it's inside of a book and it's kind of laid out for me. And then once I have that really like solid kind of knowledge, then I when I get to the internet, I'm able to sort of like hone in and be a little bit more specific on what I'm looking for. So these guidebooks, they're often available at like Border, um, not, they're often available at Barnes and Noble. Is Borders even around anymore, Jason? <laughs> like, did you just date yourself? <laughs> I was trying to think of the name. They're often available at Barnes and Noble uh, in, in that clearance section, you know, the giant clearance section of books at Barnes and Noble that yeah, why it seems people, to be bigger than the rest of the store. Why are we clearancing these books? Like, I mean, fine, that's great because they're at a discount. They're usually yeah. like $10. But why are we clearancing these books? 
They're they, so good. They're all the same size and shape, so they look really great on a shelf together. It, and they don't take up a whole lot of space in your RV no. if you take them with you. Another book from National Geographic that we love, and this is more for leaving at home. This is a sort of a coffee table book. It's called the National Geographic, the National Parks Illustrated 100-Year Anniversary Book. I love this book. It's just full of gorgeous photographs oh, it's so of pretty. all the national parks and a lot of the history of the national parks as well. It's big and it takes up a lot of space, but I didn't care. It's in the bus with us. Like, it's just such a great book and it gets us really excited for a park that we're going to. We can open it up. We can show the boys. This is where we're headed. And visually and even the historical information in there is great. It's almost like having the Ken Burns America's Best Idea documentary in book form and not a book that's like 57,000 pages long. Yeah. I mean it's, it's all visual. It's yeah. it, there's a there's some stuff to read, but but it's it's photographs and <sighs> they're stunning. They are. It's really a book that I would recommend for a national park lover for sure also for the national park lover out there this is something that that is sort of caught fire in a lot of the rv facebook groups people are really getting excited about this national park scratch off travel map oh yeah it's a map you can put up on your wall or wherever you want you can fold it up and put it in a drawer if you want but it has sort of like scratch off areas arrowheads like the national park logo for every national park. It's a map of the United States and there's an arrowhead over each national park. And it's just national parks. It's not national monuments and historical sites, right? It's yeah. just the big 59 right. parks. And you you scratched off just like you would scratch off a lottery ticket once you've visited one and it turns from gold to bright green that you have visited there. So it's really cool. It's about 30 bucks with free shipping from Amazon. And I think any national park lover especially one that goes to a lot of them would be really excited about marking them off yeah i think we need this <laughs> and i think for anyone who once they start something or sees a challenge and has to finish it once you scratch that first park you're just going to become obsessed with finishing the whole thing <laughs> and it's not it's not gigantic it's big no. it's 18 by 24 it's sort of a medium-sized poster yeah. so it, it you you could find room for it We'll RV. find room. We'll find I'm room. already thinking about where it's going to go. Yeah. Sorry, kids. I'm taking your art off the wall. <laughs> Got to put a National Park poster up. <laughs> All right. The next item on the list is an America the Beautiful National Parks Pass. If you have a National Park visiting friend or family, this is a great gift because it gets them into the parks for free. Now, if there's somebody that is just visiting the local park a lot, if there's a local national park too, you can get national you can get passes to those parks for cheaper. The America the Beautiful Pass is $80. You can get a pass to say just the Grand Canyon for I think uh I think you can get it. Well, we don't know what it's we don't it might know. it might we'll go see. up to 70 yeah. 80 dollars for the year. But maybe this is why it's a great time to buy it right yeah. now at the end of 2017. But this I think is really if you buy this annual pass I really think that this is very specific to a full-time 
traveling individual because it will give them that access all across the country and at an $80 price point that's just a really great gift to give someone again it falls into having that museum and being able to access other museums across the country it's a good price point for a gift that is worth that in millions of dollars more. Seniors can get an $80 pass that is good for their lifetime, and they probably already have it if they're a traveler. But if if they're not seniors, this pass is really, really useful and great. And the final gift on our list, and this is going to be a great gift for absolutely anybody, even if they're not an RVer, if you are looking to give somebody a gift card, American Express has a gift card that you can give in $25, $50, $100, or $200 denominations. You can order from American Express website, and we'll provide the link. And it it has a picture of a national park on it. The one on the website has a picture of Yosemite. I don't know if there are, it doesn't seem like there are options or if they will give you different ones, but it is a national park gift card. It's a gift card that's good for any store that takes Amex. American Express will donate to the National Park Foundation an amount equal to the $3.95 service fee for each National Park gift card purchased to to help with the programs and preserve and enrich the national parks. Everyone loves a gift card. Sorry, if you hear, (laughs) I feel like we should just go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room. If you hear some little sounds happening at the back end of this podcast, we have a little four-year-old that has joined us. He just couldn't be away. He just couldn't he just couldn't be away from his mommy any longer. So he's sitting here on my lap. He will probably make an appearance. Sometimes, you know, you just got to do what you got to do to get it all done. So, that's our gift guide for this year and we look forward to making it an annual tradition every year. And these are great gifts. It doesn't have to be just for the holidays. It doesn't have to be for a specific holiday. These are great gifts that you can come back to all year long, depending on who you're buying for and what your needs are. So I'm excited to do these every year as well, but I'm also excited to have these in my back pocket to like access in April when I need to buy a gift for someone. All right, let's wrap this show up with this week's brain teaser. All right, here we go. This is called The Mountain of Two Paths. You walk up to a mountain that has two paths. One leads to the other side of the mountain, and the other will get you lost forever. Two twins know the path that leads to the other side. You can ask them only one question, except one lies and one tells the truth, and you don't know which is which. So, what do you ask? We'll have the answer to that brain teaser on next week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. And if you know the answer, shout out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can find us over at editor at rvmiles.com. Yeah, send it to us in in an email so that you're not spoiling it for other people. That's true. You could do it. And then that way we can easily reply to you and get your address should you be the winner and should we have something to give away. Absolutely. And with that... That is this week's episode. Thanks, you guys, so much for joining us. A friendly reminder, we would love it if you would leave a review, five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, wherever you're listening to us. And as always, 
please feel free to share us around with your friends, word of mouth or on your social media platforms kind of helps us reach new people. And if you have any questions for us or any suggestions of topics you'd like us to cover, give us an email at editor at rvmiles.com. But until next week, you guys have a great week and keep logging those RV miles. Bye. Bye.